Opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You've tuned into the Mark Harrington Show. Sponsored by Created Equal. Time is running out for our nation. I beg of you, you need to stand against the evil that's plaguing our nation. If you don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. Like, you kill a baby fetus the same thing as killing any old inanimate object. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders. people it's your movement now it's not your parents anymore the blood that is shed cries out to god from the ground for justice and now here's mark hebrews chapter 10 verse 24 and 25 says this and let us consider how we may spur one another on to good love, to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but occur- encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. That's again Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, talking about the assembling together as believers. And that is an admonition, you know, of the scriptures for all Christians. And unfortunately, it appears right now that most churches are not abiding by this directive in scripture. Many churches across America are closed due to the coronavirus uh, over concerns of the health of their congregations. Uh, However, there are some that are still meeting uh, despite the direct orders of some of the governors like we have in California or just the recommendations of other governors like we have here in the state of Ohio with Michael DeWine uh, to not meet. All the while, folks, you got to understand that Planned Parenthood, uh, marijuana dispensaries, liquor stores, the big box stores, you know what those are, and other retail establishments are uh, open for business, and hundreds and thousands of people are going in and out of these businesses every single day, but churches, for the most part, remain closed, and their congregations aren't meeting. Now, what I want to do, I'm going to play this sound clip. This is a, a, a clip from Michael DeWine, who is our governor here in Ohio, speaking about uh, whether churches should meet. Now, in Mike DeWine's executive order regarding the coronavirus, he did not prohibit churches from meeting. He basically just recommended that they not. And here's DeWine several weeks ago talking about whether churches should be meeting or not. Go ahead and play that clip. Proximity to each other, a large group of people um, is making a huge mistake. Um, it is not a Christian thing to do. So expect some more social he distancing restrictions. He says that uh, it's, it's not the Christian thing to do. Michael DeWine saying the Christians should not be meeting together in church because it's not the Christian 
thing to do. Well, what we want to do today is we're going to talk about this, whether churches should be open, uh, whether they're essential and therefore uh, should be holding services and conducting their ministry or not, and whether COVID-19 has exposed the irrelevancy of the church. And my guest is Pastor Bill Dunphy. And Pastor Bill is the pastor of New Beginnings Ministries in Warsaw, Ohio. Uh, we're going to try to get Bill back. Uh, pastor Bill is with New Beginnings Ministries in Warsaw, Ohio, a congregation congregation that's been meeting ever since the coronavirus began, uh, and he has, uh, he, you know, has good reasons to why he's continuing to meet. Some of these pastors around America are continuing to meet. In fact, we have uh, 100 pastors in California that are going to be defying the order of Governor Gavin Newsom, who now these pastors have sent a letter to the governor saying that they are going to be reopening on May 31st. That's here in a couple of weeks in defiance of his executive order telling the churches not to meet. And in that letter, they say this, the, cler the clergy of this state are convinced that they must reopen. These are the pastors in California. And that their ministries must reopen to fully serve the needs of their communities and that's a letter that they wrote to Gavin Newsom, governor of California. These pastors in uh, California went on to say that the spiritual services of the ministries are absolutely essential to the health and welfare of the people of California. Therefore, the religious leaders of California are coming together to make their voices heard in Sacramento. In times of national crisis, and cler the clergy has a responsibility to lead. So what they're saying here is that the church fulfills an essential service and should be considered essential. Uh, and their services are that they're helping the communities in which they serve. You know, here's the thing. We understand that the Bible's clear that the, the, the church has a role of evangelism, and it has a role of discipleship. And those don't go on hold during a national crisis. In fact, they're probably more relevant than ever and more important that, they, uh, that the churches execute those responsibilities of reaching out with the gospel of Jesus Christ to those who need to hear the message and also discipling those believers uh, within their congregations. And so some of these churches around the country are continuing to meet despite the orders or recommendations of governors. And because of that, many times they're being called selfish, that they're not looking after their own congregants, those who might come to their churches. They're not looking after their health and welfare. And, you know, I guess it's a tough thing. You know, the COVID-19 crisis is real. COVID-19 is real. Uh, you know, how many, 82,000, I think now have reportedly been, uh, have died because of COVID-19. So it's a real thing and it's a real concern for pastors to have. Uh, however, the question is, should they be closing down uh, because of this concern, because of this crisis or not, or whether they should be meeting? 
And most churches have shut down. Many are not. And I think that's it's up to each individual pastor, of course. But my concern is this. If you consider or classify the church as non-essential, which is what many of these uh, governors have done in these states across America, what does that say about the church, that they would be willing to uh, apply that label to themselves? Because the church can't be uh, non-essential. It is essential. Uh, unfortunately, what we're finding is that um, that the church uh, is becoming irrelevant in our culture. And because of that, uh, they are willing to close their doors during the COVID-19 situation, unfortunately. And it just adds more fuel to the fire that they're not fulfilling their God-given uh, role in reaching out to their communities and evangelizing the lost. And so although it looks like we're on the downside of this curve on COVID-19, um, and it looks like a lot of these churches are going to be opening here in the next couple of weeks anyway, uh, it raises this question as to whether the churches should have been open all along. If we can have thousands of people going into our Walmart or Home Depot or Lowe's or other grocery stores and such like that, because those are essential, then why can't we have the churches open? And so that's what we're talking today on today on the Mark Harrington Show. We're still trying to get a hold of Pastor Bill. Apparently, we haven't been able to do that. I'm here, Mark. Okay, there, good. Yeah. So, Pastor Bill, go, I, I, <laughs> um, let me just ask you this: You guys, uh, your church has been meeting. Uh, in spite of the recommendations of Governor DeWine here in Ohio. Have you been doing that since the beginning of the uh, COVID-19 crisis? Yes, we have. And why is that? I mean, when you hear all these other churches, the majority, vast majority are closing. Why is that? Why are you doing that? I believe that we have the responsibility. You know, the scripture makes it very clear that, um, that, um, that we're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And um, when you read the book of Acts, that you discover that um, that the New Testament church went through many, many um, hardships and um, uncertain times, and um, even was, you know, um, commanded that um, by the Sanhedrin that they were to stop doing what they were doing. And um, they just simply prayed for boldness and went back about the business when God gave them the boldness, you know. And so, so, so he's outbuilt my church in the case of hell and not prevail against it. So he has perfectly equipped us and commissioned us to be able to carry out our high calling, especially in times of um, crisis such as these. You know, the attorney general um, called our health director in um, Coshocton County, and um, we wanted him to contact us and to try to discourage us from holding services. And my conversation with our health director was this, is that everything that I hear from the president on down is that um, this situation is a hopeless situation and um, mm. that the last thing that ought to be closing is the doors of hope in a hopeless yeah. situation. So the doors will remain open, you know. So the mandate is from Christ to go ye. And we have the responsibility to see to it that um, no matter what, that um, that we're there to be able to minister to the masses. The scripture says that the wicked flee when no man pursue, whenever no man pursue. But the righteous are bold as a lion. 
you know. And um, so now is the time for our boldness um, to be able to be displayed. And now is the time in which it is that people need to be there and uh, be able to find encouragement and um, direction in um, these times in which it is that we find ourselves. My guest is Pastor Bill Dunphy. He pastors a church here in Ohio, in Warsaw, Ohio, uh, New Beginnings Ministries, and his church has been meeting throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. And we're here to talk about that today, as many churches around the country are remaining closed. Uh, they are considered by the governors, unfortunately, as being un or being non-essential, uh, so to speak. And so we want to hear from Pastor Bill on that. Um, Pastor Bill, how do you, I, I assume that you are, uh, and maybe just, you know, let me know on this, that you're still, you know, being, uh, you, you obviously see that COVID-19 is a concern. I imagine you're doing what you can to make sure that your congregants are taken care of inside the buildings that you're meeting. Sure. Uh, most definitely. You know that um, one thing is this, is um, those that are the most vulnerable have made the choice um, that they're going to stay at home. And, um, you mm -hmm. know, the scripture says, in all that getting, get wisdom, you know. And um, so they've made that choice. And so we continue to minister to them at home, reach out to them, love them and help them any way that we're able to. But um, so you're not being irresponsible because a lot of a lot of people say, well, yeah, these 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 pastors aren't being responsible. They're not taking care of their people. They're not caring about health. They're just being selfish. How do you respond? That's nonsense. That is absolutely nonsense. You know, what we do is this, is we use good hygiene practices. And, um, you know, when you look at it, you realize that, um, that um, the, the, the thing that we're confronted with on an ongoing basis year after year after year is the symptoms that are acquainted with the flu. And what you do to protect yourself from the flu is the same things that we do to protect ourselves from COVID-19. Mm -hmm. so, so there's folks that have chosen not to come. And um, there's folks that have chosen to come, and their choice is this: is that um, you know that that we don't want the we don't want um, you know personal contact by any way, means, shape, or form. So that's granted to them. Other people are not concerned about it. So so you know there is personal contact, and um, families sit together, and um, other folks you know that there's some distance between us. But um, you know we are the family of God. We are the we are the, the body of Christ, and so we come together with the purpose of worshiping him and edifying him, and then at the same time implementing faith, that um, not blind faith, not being stupid or naive, but um, that um, the Lord Jesus is going to continue to cover us through all of these things. You know, the thing that bothers me the most is this, um, Mark, is this, is that when you take a look at um, all of the data that has come out, that um, that when you look at what's being assembled in most congregations, that um, the probability of any one of those individuals, um, you know, um, coming down with the sickness or affliction um, is going to be, you know, relatively highly unlikely. And if they do, if they do, they're going to be able to combat it. And at the same time, if they're asymptomatic, as, you know, the concerns are, that um, most of us, you know, just simply, you know, when we're out and about, that um, we honor other people's faith. You know, we honor the fact that our, our grandparents are elderly and that the last thing that we need to do is um, to expose them, our neighbors that are el elderly, and we need to, you know, um, go and invade their, their personal space and so on and so forth. So, so common sense practices is what we implement. And, uh, you know, so the hand 
hand sanitizers out, giving people the distance and, mm-hmm. and um, doing those typical things that just are common sense. And, well, um, it sounds like you're being responsible, which is important. Again, I'm talking to uh, uh, Pastor Bill Dunphy. You can find out more by going to uh, their website at New Beginnings Ministry by going to nbmwarsaw.org. That's nbm at uh, nbmwarsaw.org. We're talking about uh, whether the church is essential or non-essential as the governors across America uh, have deemed them to be. You know, Pastor, the church isn't a meeting. It's not a uh, building. Uh, It's an organism. It's not an organization. And then when we talk about closing the church, we're talking about really just closing the main services. Really, to be honest, I think you would probably agree with me. That should be a, a small part of what a church does. And the fact that people are going to watch uh, videos of uh, sermons and what on Zoom, and somehow that's a substitution for uh, church, I think communicates. I know that, don't get me wrong, I'm glad that people are using social media to communicate and pastors are using that to communicate their uh, messages if necessary. But that is such a small part of what a church is supposed to be. Uh, My concern is that it sets a new normal, that people think they can just sit at home and watch a video and that's enough. What are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely we need to be concerned about that. You know, that um, there's so much hypocrisy in all of this that for years and years and years and years, it was always about the building and coming together. And we need bigger buildings. We need more property. You know, we need more facility. We need more staff. Now, all of a sudden, in the midst of COVID-19, we can be right. the church online and, um, and right. never, miss a, never miss a lick, you know. Um, the truth of the matter is we are the body of Christ, that, um, that we are the building that is made without hands. And we have the responsibility to take what it is that we glean on a on a Sunday morning or, you know, in a, in a Bible study or whatever it is, and take it out into the highways and the byways. So, right. so whether you're online or not online, the bottom line is this, is at no point in time in our lives as Christians are we to shelter in place. We are to be out <laughs> seeing to our neighbors, right. loving our neighbors, ministering to our neighbors, being the salt that the Lord has called us to be in the light that he's called us to be. So this idea that Christians shelter in place um, is um, it, it is a bunch of nonsense. And it, it has its origin in another gospel, which is no gospel at all, you know, and um, but that's what's been that's what's been spoon fed to um, congregants all across the nation for so many for so many decades now that they actually believe that they can be the church and um, just assemble online and never right. go out and um, and impact their community. Well, I think they've got the wrong impression. That is that the church is a commodity to be consumed. It's like anything else. You just go online and you pick what you like. You can sit in your easy chair, watch a good sermon, and you're done for the week. And I'm not yeah. saying that's what's happening across America with these Zoom meetings and what, but it kind of leads yourself to that possible conclusion. And you have to wonder whether some of these folks won't ever go back to the churches that they were members in. And that's a concern, I'm sure. But uh, the other question I had is, Pastor, you know, when uh, our governor here, Mike DeWine, makes a recommendation, he's not mandating the churches be closed, but yet most of the churches, probably 99% of them did. Uh, By staying open and continuing to have worship services, 
even though it's not an order from the governor, what do you think of the churches around the country that are disobeying direct orders? Uh, do you think that's a violation of uh, Romans 13? Um, I know it's a no, tough one. I know it's no, a tough one. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely not. You know, for those of us who choose to continue to keep our doors open, that we understand, we understand what our calling is, we understand what it is that we're required to be and to do, you know, and therefore we have chosen that we ought to obey God rather than man. You mm -hmm. know, that, um, you know, in the body of Christ, in the church, you know, that we have this saying, no king but King Jesus. And anything that um, conflicts with, uh, with the directors from King Jesus falls null and void. Now, that doesn't mean that we, right. that we um, you know, become irresponsible or anything like that. But um, when we stand before God at the judgment bar, and it's going to be um, Governor DeWine or any other governor that we're going to answer to. We're going to mm -hmm. answer to the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and I've asked people throughout this process, through this period, I've asked them a simple question. Do you honestly believe that if Christ was pastoring the church in the 21st century, that he would close his doors? Do you believe that Probably the not. Apostle Paul, who permeated the darkness to plant churches, um, would close his doors? Do you believe Timothy? Probably not. You know, do you believe James? And the answer to that is all, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Since when did we find it necessary to run away from the crisis instead of running to the crisis? When do we right. determine that it's that it's more it's more significant to um, run away from the fire than it is to run to the fire? We are to yeah. rescue those that are perishing and being led to the slaughter, not run from it and trust Christ for the difference. You know, they that dwell under the shadow of the Most High God. You know, Amen. and um, Amen. So I mean, the church has a prophetic has a prophetic role, especially now in a time of national crisis should be speaking to uh, their people and the culture at large about what's going on and, and providing clarity and direction. Uh, not that that can't happen over online, but as you say, it's leading people out into the streets, into the places where people are in need. And so, uh, listen, I, I agree with you. I mean, I know that... <laughs> Uh, you know, it's kind of a touchy subject with a lot of people, but I'm afraid that the precedent is being set that when the government says shut the doors or even recommends it, that we do it without questioning whether that is the right thing to do. And I understand the concerns over COVID, they're real, but the concern over the church remaining essential, and it is to the discipling of the nation and evangelism and, and equipping of the saints and all that has to continue. And so we, we appreciate your stand. Uh, Pastor, if you would, um, we got about a minute or so left here. Um, my concern also is it just breeds kind of an isolation and we are meant to be together. The Bible says, as I said in the beginning of my broadcast here, that we should not forsake the assembling together. Isolation's a bad thing. <laughs> for human beings, and it's a really bad thing for Christians. Are you there, Pastor Bill? Yes, I am. I am. What, what are I your am. thoughts on that as we finish up the program and, and exhorting our our listeners, our uh, Christian listeners, as to how to navigate the future in this new paradigm of COVID-19? Yeah, well, the scripture says that we are members one together, right? That we yeah. make up the body of Christ, and that therefore the members need to get back together. The body of Christ needs to reassemble itself together, need to inspire one another, encourage one another, 
need to seek God to be able to find that the spirit of boldness that's necessary to continue to move forward in this um, new environment that we find ourselves in. You know, one of the reasons why that we're questioning, you know, that we're dealing with um, the question of is the church essential is simply because of the fact that a long time ago that we proved ourselves not to be relevant. That's and right. um, in hiding, we show that we're not relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, in sheltering in place, we show that we're not relevant. We're not relevant mm-hmm. to the times in which it is that we live. What is needed now is hope. Who is hope? Jesus Christ is hope. And the Amen. church is supposed to be the doors to hope, you know, that we're able to bring people to Christ. Now, now, even if you're not in the building, you still got to come out of the house, and you still got to go out there and take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the uttermost parts of the world, and and believe that he is able to see to it that his will is accomplished within our lives. And so it's an element of faith. Faith without works is dead, being alone. And um, when you. you look across... Pastor, we're going to have to cut it off there, my friend. I appreciate you All being right. on the program again. My my good friend here, Pastor Bill Dunphy from New Beginnings Ministries. You can find out more by going to nbmwarsaw.org. That's nbmwarsaw.org. Pastor Bill Dunphy here today on the Mark Harrington Show. Be uh, following our program here in our ministry. You can find out more by going to markharrington.org, or if you want to find out more about Created Equal, you can go to createdequal.org. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil Evil. plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808. That's 614-269-7808. Or go online to createdequal.net. Createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.